There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Alright, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, here with Jim Price. Jim, how are we doing Hello. today? Doing good, sir. Doing good. What a great day to be alive to see that we could spend another $45 billion, trillion, zillion dollars between now and the election. I am, I am <laughs> glad to be alive to see this day where we have no, we have no spending limit on our debt. Well, it, it's in the Senate. It's got to pass the Senate first. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, I and forgot. apparently, yeah. there's uh, according to uh, Mike Lee, there's 40 senators that are not voting for this, which means that we potentially could beat this. Really? Well, you know, it should have never been written into a bill to begin with, and that's the sad part. Is this went out of a subcommittee, a committee, and the floor of the House passed the debate of the House, and then now is going through the same process in the Senate, and it's like. There's no one between here and there that could have stopped this. No one. Well, it should have never passed. It should have never passed the Congress. I mean, it, the Congress yeah. should not have voted on this bill. And, and the fact the, that McCarthy brought it to the floor. He ha- he's the one that yeah, authorizes I, I all agree. that stuff. And the and the Democrats were bulking that. Oh, yeah, we got one over on them. We won this one. Um, this yeah. is ridiculous. This is bad. Stab. It's establishment yeah. play. And that, and the guys, again, if they're not paying attention, I mean, we're talking about rhinos here. We're talking about the left and right wing of the same bird, whatever analogy that helps you sleep at night. But you're, you're, not, you're not participating in your government. You're just watching. This is literally what, what it's the Super Bowl that, that the refs are against both teams. Or I don't know how. I don't know. What, what's the analogy we use here? Because we get to watch it. We paid for the tickets. We paid for the team. We're paying for everything. But yet, it, none of the it's none of the game benefits Tyson us. Boxing match. That's what it is. It's an old school Tyson <laughs> boxing match. <laughs> and you bet, you bet on the little guy. <laughs> and you bet on the loser. Oh man, I don't know, guys. We we've got again. This is uh, I, I, here's here's a we've been Josh. We've been doing these conversations and these events and talking about this stuff. And we always talk about the problem solved, right? How do we solve the problem? First thing is we recognize what the problem is. We are the problem because we didn't stand up for what we believe in. The second one, the second one is never stop talking about it. Until someone is lecturing you about it, you haven't said it enough. Until someone's coming to you, did you hear about this? This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not going to stand for this. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on your side, buddy. I'm with you. But until that moment happens, that boomerang happens, you haven't talked enough about that single subject. Now, I'm not talking well, about the other the, thousands the problem, of them. The problem with that in Congress, Jim, is that yeah. by the time everybody's talking about it and aware of it, it's already over right. and done with, and the vote is already done, and it's on Joe Biden's desk to be signed. That's the big right. problem right now, is that there yeah. should be, I would say, that any bill that's proposed in Congress, there should be a minimum of a 30-day wait period as it's released to the public, for the public to to basically go out there, review it, and put the information out there to their congressman or senator of what they feel of it. I mean, what was that? What was that process where they used to have to like post the bill in the town square or something like that? They had to physically go and they had to put it like in the merchant store and the bank and the church and the 
what, what was that? Well, do we have a process like that or did we have a process like that? Very well, possibly. And, you know, maybe that was back in the olden days when communication wasn't derived through the Internet. But in today's world, what we're seeing right now is absolutely atrocious. We are being sold yeah. out by communists. That's what we are doing. So oh, yeah. right now what we're seeing is them pushing bills through as fast as well, we gave 72 hours to review this bill 72 hours wow that's great it gives enough time for the feedback of the <laughs> american people to call their congressman and senator and say hey don't support this no it doesn't it doesn't give enough time for the american people to review the bill and that's one of the most important parts here because this right. is the people's money the people's bills and these people are just pushing them through we have a bunch of law lawyers liars right a bunch of liars yeah. out there that Li liars liars <laughs> Our years. We, yeah, we, we need to stop. We need to stop voting these people in like if our vote actually counted. But, you know, Jim, I've been saying it all week. I've been saying it the last few months. There's a reckoning coming. Right. Well, yeah, there has to be. And this doesn't guys, this doesn't end. It, OK, it either ends in your bloodshed or it ends in your bloodshed. Now, Josh, say, well, Jim, you're, that doesn't sound right. Say that. Say that. Oh no, Jim. That that it. sounds exactly right. I mean, listen. Yeah. It either ends in your bloodshed or ends in your bloodshed. And I don't mean to call about a revolution. We're being metaphorical here when we say bloodshed. But if they have their way and they keep on going down this very, very dangerous road, you and I are going to end up in internment camps and concentration camps. What's going to happen is this government is going to eventually fail. Society is going to collapse, and then tyranny will take over, and it'll be the boot to the neck. And that is not far off. That is not 20, 30 years down the line. That is, we're talking within the next two years that these pos these things can become a possibility. You think two years? <clears throat> yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm ahead of you on that curve there. I think I'm we're conservative. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> just say right, I give you I give you a shorter on that one. What's the over under? Well, here's the thing: either you die on your feet or you die on your knees. So I guess it's by position or posture, whatever it is you think it's going to be. But you're this 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 battle is not going away. It's either you get up and win the battle, or they win the battle, and you're going to do it on your knees. I don't know. You want to be a slave, or you want to be the you want to be the master. Well, Jim, which one I mean, you want, guys? We we are slaves in this country, and I don't want to to trick anybody into the illusion of believing we're not. We are slaves right. in this country. We pay, you know, we buy a piece of land and we have to pay tax on it. That tax is rent for that land. We buy a vehicle, yeah. we have to pay property tax on it. But yet we're not Every secure year. in our property when a police officer comes about. Uh, you know, we have to pay taxes and everything. You know, whatever happened, the doubly tax A, right? Thomas right. Jefferson was 100% against double taxation. We have not doubled, triple, quadruple. I mean, this is just absolutely absurd what is happening right now. The problem is, is that we've given government too much power to take too much money. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's I was explaining that. I was trying to play, explain that in the second half yesterday. Is like, so on the front side of your taxes, let's say they, they, they're taking 30% of your check, right? You make 100 bucks. They're taking 30% of your, che your check. Okay, that's thirty dollars. But your employer has to give another thirty dollars on top of that. That's sixty bucks. That's sixty percent. You could give you getting thirty percent more money if you're if you weren't being if your employer wasn't being taxed on the backside. See, this is the stuff I don't think we all pay attention to is all the backside taxes, the insurances, the the licensures, all the other taxes, the administrative stuff that we have to pay for, and we don't realize it because we just we've it's creeped in. It was just a one percent. It starts. You know, do you guys do you, know, you guys know what the um, 
the Boston Tea Party was about, it was a half a percent increase on tea alone. The, the Boston Tea Party, which they went and cleaned up and paid reparations, meaning they paid back the owners of the boats, they paid back all the goods, they cleaned up the harbor, the whole thing. The next day, they protested, but they cleaned up. It was over a half a percent tax on tea alone, and they were willing to go do those things. Look at the taxation which we live under. Well, Jim, I mean, if I break it down just on – go ahead. You know what they say? Give them a rope, and they'll hang you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's yeah. really the, the plight of the world right now. Is that yeah. these people, we have given them way too much power and authority that is well beyond the means of the Constitution. And they yeah. are exploiting our apathy and our ignorance. Oh, man. I mean, that's absolutely real. And again, that's uh, – okay. Um, why do they throw bread in the Roman theaters as the gladiators fought? Do you know this one? To feed them? Mm-mm. To keep yeah. their estrogens high because estrogens are uh, like most grains are based in estrogen and keeps them lethargic and happy instead of actually just giving them meat and things that would cause them to go out and stand up for themselves. So as they they sit there and watch other people kill each other in the gladiator rings, they gave them heavy starched foods so they would sit around and be lethargic. Oh, interesting. The tie to white bread and estrogen levels in your body and the uh, and the determination in an individual is absolutely real. That's why the grains, that's why they put the food pyramid the way they did because all the stuff, that the, the meat, that red meat that makes you virile and makes you get out there and want to do things and program and move on, that absolutely, they put that upside down because they wanted you to be lethargic and potato-like. And so they put all these heavy grains on the top side. You know why Kellogg started the Kellogg's um, hospital, right? You know, you know the, the, the dirty little secret about that. That, to, that, that the idea that you bring in grains first thing in the morning and it, it raises your estrogen levels up high so that it actually causes you not to want to go out and be you know, basically successful. Not, yes, it does help you go to the bathroom, but other than that, there is no benefits whatsoever other than raising your estrogen levels in your body. This chemical castration that we live under is absolutely real. That's why we are inflamed. That's why we're carrying extra weight. That's why we are like, well, you know, I don't want to do anything today. Tomorrow I'll be better. This is... It's, it's actually all through chemicals, guys. They have literally modified your food and screwed with you so much that you don't realize that they are just throwing bread to the peasants, the people, mm-hmm. so that you can go ahead and get a lot of starchy food. Even your, your uh, food stamps and all that stuff, there's nothing in there that pushes you towards things that will actually make you better because it's cheaper to buy the box stuff, so you buy more of the box stuff because you only have a limited amount the government gave you. It drives Shop you to the, the cheap stuff. Perimeter. Yeah. Only shop on the outside of the grocery store, ever. And that's, but that's, it's all part of that plan. So are you going to die on your feet? Or are you going to die on your knees? What's it going to be? Oh, are you going to make the announcement about your haircut thing? You going to no. do that? Did you tell anybody else but me? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to let the cat out of the bag. Um, but the idea that we, we don't realize that this whole system, the food pyramid, the vaccines, the environment, the debt, the emotional, the MK Ultra, all this stuff, and and what's the uh, what's the holographic thing where they where they're able to project images into the sky? Project. What's Blue. that called? Blue beam. Yeah, these all these things, guys, are meant to terrify you, scare you, and freeze you. If they okay, if I could get you to hesitate, and there's a statement I make a lot. And when my son was driving, <laughs> uh, when I, my son was my uh, youngest, but I told all my kids, he who hesitates dies. And and I think that has an analogy with driving, but also in life. If they get you to hesitate, 
Your knees are target. You're not moving. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back on the Dark Delight Show. You know, and they come right out of this debt deal, Jim. Right out of this debt deal. Oh, yeah? And Biden, a Biden administration announces $300 million in new military aid. To oh, military. yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard on. about that. I mean, immediately. They didn't even let the ink dry. No, like, he didn't even stop saying... Not. We want, and then we're going to have $300 million, $300 billion. Remember, it's going to be $300 billion that's going to go to Ukraine. This is, uh, is it $300 billion or $300 million? Well, it'll be $300 billion by the last time it's over, but this was only $300 million. But, I mean, oh, listen. because they're almost at $200 seeing, billion now. That's what it is. We are seeing the absolute breakdown of our government, and nobody seems to care. I mean, yesterday. FBI Director Ray admitted the existence of the FD-1023 form, which basically shows that Joe Biden was engaged in a criminal bribery scheme with a foreign adversary while he was vice president. Okay? But I'm not going to let you see it unless you come to my office, and you got to come over here. Yeah, Ray's like, well, we're not going to release it to you. It's not even classified, but if you want to see it, you can come on over to the FBI building. We'll show you. They're like, no, no, no. This is under subpoena. You you need to show this to us and present all evidence. He's like, no. So they need to hold this man in contempt. They need to bring him in to testify and arrest him from the Capitol Police. That's what they need to do. But you know what? Absolutely. I don't think that they have the cojones to do something like nope. that. No, they really don't. That's the sad part of this, guys. It actually just shows that – see, the law enforcement does not respect your authority. And this is what – this is – okay, this is this – is, Christopher Ray is showing you exactly the disdain that law enforcement has for the American citizen. Just as simple as that. That's I don't I, guys. You guys want to get all upset with me and say, "Well, no, you know, thin blue line, and all this other stuff." Guys, <laughs> the number one law enforcement agent, basically, in our country, has just told everybody, "Nah, we don't play by your rules. You play by ours. And if you don't like it, we'll come arrest you." He's basically telling Congress, "You have no power or authority over me." Yep. Which is a because we'll come arrest you. Constitution, yeah, exactly. This is a smack in the face of the Constitution to everything that this country stands for. This is absolutely atrocious of what's happening right now. And, and here's the thing: is yeah, we 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 can't you can't tell the people you have to show them right, and so we have to go through all these motions to understand what's really happening in this country. But how far do we take it? How far does this rabbit hole go before people stand up and say, "I'm done. I, I, I'm done. This is it. No more." Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think, like I said, it's it's their pain tolerance level. What is your pain tolerance? How far do you want to go? How far does it have to go to where you just finally go, oh, man, I'm going? I mean, when, is, when does that happen for you? What does it look like? I mean, it it's not, can't just be like one thing. Well, like, oh, where? I mean, we have to be realistic here. You know, no single person is going to go out there and, and, and basically, you know, start an armed revolution. That, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking no. about mm. is when are people going to start rising up, uniting in groups of hundreds, thousands, and begin pushing back and saying, this is it. That we're done. We're, we're done. We're not playing this game anymore. Calling for the mm-hmm. resignation of these high profile people. And, yep. and their immediate replacement, calling for the states to take immediate action. Right. And what you do is you go you go occupy Albany. That's what you do. You el- occupy Albany. You go to Albany and you say, hey, we got some problems and you guys need to get out of the way. Well, what about like the trucker convoy thing? Why, why isn't that? I, I was with, uh, I don't know if you remember who April or June is, but yeah. um, 
uh, I met with her at the Missouri Capitol because there was a thing they were going to read. They were doing gerrymandering, and they basically had a trucker convoy showed up, and they literally pulled the bill off the floor and 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 stopped the. I mean, they didn't even vote on it. They just shut the whole thing down because the trucker convoy showed up that morning that they were going to vote on it, and the bill got dropped. So the silly, the silly part of it is, is that you know I was there with her, and she's like, I'm like, oh, so what are we doing? She's like, well. They they pulled the bill like it's it's been it's it's done it's been trashed. I'm like what? They didn't even try to vote like no. So I mean, but everybody had to get there. Everybody had to show up and and quote unquote you know numbers. But that was what it was. It was enough for them. And I'm not saying like it was a thousand semis, but the fact that it was is people were inside walking around talking to senators and house reps and saying, listen, you know that we know what's going on. We got the truckers out here. We're gonna block off this whole. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to the Missouri Capitol. It's really up on top of a hill. It's kind of neat how they really place this, but um, it's kind of got a like big circle drive around the whole thing. So it's pretty ideal for a trucker convoy to go in there. Um, but it was neat. It was neat to be able to say a part of, you know, that we went in there and stopped the gerrymandering that they were going to do that was going to redistrict everything and cause, you know, obviously a problem with the. Now they've got a supermajority in Republicans, and they're the ones who told the feds. We don't want gun laws at all. Do you know that Missouri did that? Missouri yeah, literally do. told the federal government to go pound sand, go kick rocks. We're done. Well, We're not and, playing and your that's federal the game. Rights, that's the rights of the states. And, and here's the thing is we have Federalist 46. This is James Madison. Disquietude mm-hmm. and civil disobedience are the two things that the people can utilize against the federal government. And then you have outspoken governors and state legislation to counteract federal tyranny. And here's the thing right. is that civil disobedience is exactly what you're talking about. That is the people going out there, taking semi trucks and, excuse me, blocking off the roadways to Washington, D.C. Yeah. You remember when they, they threatened to do that? That they were going to drive oh, to yeah. Washington, D.C.? Oh, it freaked and, and, them out. Oh, that freaked them they out. Brought they brought the National Guard the in. Fast. Yep. <laughs> and so this is what needs to happen. People need, just need to start saying, you know what? We're done. Yeah. You guys either yeah. resign and comply with us or we are going to occupy. We're going to shut everything down. Yeah, absolutely. And it and does I'm work. I'm sure the truckers are on our side here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you see, Oh, did you see the whole thing What they were trying to create an emissions that basically semis would be at a 0% emissions within the next 18 years or 15 years? Mm. Did you see that? That actually got AI shot driven, down. And they'll be AI-driven. Oh, That's yeah. That's one part they, they don't tell you about. Yep. Yeah, this is – okay, guys, I, I, I'm going to go back to the fact that the government is not making diesel fuel better. They're not making diesels more efficient. They're not making cars more efficient. They Everything that they are doing to try to limit the cars is literally making them less efficient. I took – my exhaust off of my truck when I bought it brand new in 2019, I bought it brand new. I took the exhaust off of it. I took the intake off of it. I put um, – what else did I do to it? Oh, and then the air uh, – yeah, the intake, exhaust, and I did one other thing. Anyway, I took things off of it so that the, the suck, bang, blow, which is what your, your engine does, is more efficient. I took all the EPA crap off of it just so I could get a little more – and what I did is I gained almost two miles per gallon. I gained two miles per gallon by taking the exhaust that they had put on there to quiet it down to a and I took the intake off to make it because the engine has to – did you know your intake is actually tuned so your motor won't make noise? Mm-hmm. And it's very inefficient. The water, air tumbles into the intake and does all this stuff. And it really is super inefficient. I put a cold air intake on my truck, and immediately the truck goes, you've heard my truck. You know, same thing with the exhaust. 
but yet I had to take things off that I had paid for that my you know automobile manufacturer had to comply with because of my federal government. My federal government made my truck less efficient by making it more efficient. Do you see what this doesn't work, guys? This relationship is really it's gaslighting. That's why you can't ever land on something with them is because they're constantly moving the, the goalposts. It's like putting a chip on your truck. How come I can't go in and change a computer program to get me better gas mileage and uh, more horsepower out of my engine because the EPA won't allow it? Why? Why won't they let me have all my horsepower? What's the one thing you see on a nitromethane drag car out there? No, ex- you know, There's nothing on the exhaust. It's, t- it's piped straight out of it. Why? Because that's well, the Jim, most efficient. Have you seen uh, this, uh, this thing going around on TikTok lately of uh, all the one? diesel trucks catching on fire across the country? Mm-mm. No, I missed that one. People are asking, what are they putting in the diesel fuel? What are they putting in oh. the diesel fuel? Because diesel trucks are catching on fire all across but the But diesel country. doesn't spontaneously combust. It, go, it, it goes under pressure. Mm-hmm. It burns under pressure. I was actually having that conversation with myself last night. Why, do we t- why did we think, why are some liquids flammable and some liquids not? And then in the determination that we're going to put a liquid into a metal object and then cause it to catch fire, then to perpetuate that metal down the road. That's a pretty hard. That's a pretty long conversation. Well, you um, but there is what, what is what, if potentially there's sabotage going on within certain additives and diesel fuel trucks. I don't know. Oh yeah, it, it's a possibility. Well, def fuel is actually urea, which is actually derived from uh, uh, cat, cattle pee. I mean, I don't know how else to put it, but def fuel is actually just uh, urea, which is cow piss. And that's what they're putting in these trucks to make them more efficient. Did you know that it actually dries out the cylinders and the fuel uh, fuel lines so they actually have to repair more often? Interesting. It doesn't we'll create inefficiency. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. Yes, sir. So, Jim, have you seen that uh, John Kerry is making his rounds around the, the world talking about how Americans <laughs> need to reduce food production and, and use more proficient methodologies, as he's calling it, reduce their carbon and their nitrogen emissions, and uh, Congress needs to pass legislation to restrict how farmers grow food? Oh yeah, this is going. This is following that uh, Dutch plan or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I, it's so counterproductive. How, how is this? I mean, I, never mind. We we know we know that they don't. It, the the guy is ideas guys. We sh- we have to stand up against this. We can't let this happen. Um, this guy is not the answer to anything. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. How does it? How? Oh, Josh, let me ask you a question. How do these people walk freely on the earth when they are people out there that they are actually killing and no one is holding them accountable? Well, people are holding them accountable, but those people typically disappear. And, uh, you know, there is a global agenda, Jim. And this global agenda stems from the United Nations, from all of its supplementary organizations, from multi-billion dollar philanthropies, from global non-governmental organizations like the World Economic Forum and the Bilderberg Group. 
And it stems from people with high influence that are considered elitist. And what they do is they put pressure down on the people below them. They promise them money, power, and fame. And they utilize that to exploit the ignorance of the people and the apathy of the people. To when the people finally figure out what's going on, it's typically too late. And I'd like to say that it is too late. That that the progress, the the pro, their progress is already in motion to the point where you can't stop it. The only thing that you can do is begin to change and re-implement new structure into what they're trying to develop and build. Okay, right. And so we are at that that critical point. And people are like, well, we can still save America. No, America. Look, you could have saved America in nineteen. 19- in the 1960s when JFK was assassinated, but nobody stood up and, and said what was was right. And when right. you did, they threw you in the war. Uh, you or they weaponized America the... in 1913. You could have saved the world in 1933. You could have saved the country in, in 1871. Right? right. But, but it, see, it doesn't make a difference because people, human beings, will always be the same. P- human beings rather not get involved with things that p- can potentially ruin their lives, drain their wealth, and uh, you know put a, a level of, of 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 discernment upon their life. Right? People don't like change. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and again, they that's they've they've taught us well, right? Put us behind a desk for six to eight hours a day and tell you to sit there and comply. And what do we do? We comply. Uh, the whole idea that conspiracy theorists and all those things were came, but were brought out during the JFK uh, assassination that they they label people that actually want to go out and say there's something wrong here, and then they weaponize the legal system just no different than the AMA. You know they use the legal system to shut down herbalists who are actually you know keeping people alive and, and and healing their bodies, and yet we can't have that conversation because oh the AMA is the authority. Why are they the authority? Why? Because they have zeros. They got more money. They got better, bigger lawyers. But where are the lawyers going to stand up for the the people? I mean, did, did, is, is there is there selling of their soul to this legal system really? I mean, is is this what they want to be known for? Is that they didn't they were never really there for the people when the people needed them the most? Well, see, the thing is, is they don't expect the majority of people to be around. See that that's why this goes hand in hand with a depopulation agenda, Jim. This is why they're right. trying to depopulate the world. Right now, and we we got to be we got to stand. I don't know what we, we say. We got to stand up, but we got to be better than that. I, why can't people? Where's the whistleblowers on the? Uh, where are the whistleblowers? Or do we have whistleblowers that are being sequestered or are being held back? I mean, we found this out with the Hunter Biden laptop recently that the whistleblowers are being taken off the case and moved around. Is there other whistleblowers like the chemtrails and like the judicial system and the legal system? All these different things are they out there and they just never have seen the light of day? Well, I don't doubt it. I, I guarantee you that they're out there. Um, the, the problem is, is most people are too afraid to come forth because of the of the pushback. We're, they're seeing the Department of Justice is completely corrupt and one sided. That it, it is not going to take lightly to somebody coming out there against this radical regime. And so, you know, in other countries, it's even worse. So people just rather not come forth and not say anything because they they want their to keep their life. Right. Oh, Joshy, what do we do, man? What do we do? Well, Jim, what we do, we got to do is we got to get vocal. We got to stand up. 
We got to rise up. We got to unite. We got to start in the community. We got to restore the moral and ethical background into our uh, foundation, into our homes. We got to start talking over the fence to our neighbors. We got to start finding commonality and we got to unite and we got to protect our people and we got to stand up against these states. I mean, it it starts at your state and your local governments, people. It, It does. That's where you need to unite and that's where you need to start doing massive protests. And you know what? You know what it would be like if New York State truckers all just descended on Albany. If you had 5,000 truckers all go to Albany and just shut it down. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Just shut it down. And they called for the immediate resignation of Governor Hochul and a new election done with paper ballots only. Imagine what would happen. Guess what you'd get? You'd get your election. Oh, yeah. You really would. Absolutely. Absolutely. It would happen. Uh, do you see that Trump is wanting to uh, celebrate 250 years of American independence at the Iowa State Fairgrounds? Have I you ever been to the Iowa State Fairgrounds? I have not, oh, but uh, if he does this, I'm definitely going to be going. And the so- Iowa State Fairgrounds is amazing. As a fairgrounds goes, it is absolutely really cool. I'm just yeah. telling you, take your kids, so, man. So those who are wondering, time. Donald Trump came out yesterday with a video release talking about how in 2026 we celebrate the uh, 250th anniversary of the founding of the United States of America, of the Declaration of Independence, and that uh, he's going to do a year of celebration with tons of different events through all 50 states um, from uh, Memorial Day 2025 to July 4th. 2026 for the 250th anniversary and i i think this is amazing i think that that this guy is touching the hearts and the souls of the american people right and that's what we should be doing that's what that's what our public servants should do we should be in awe of how much they want to give back to us does that make sense like they should literally be like we should be like wow that's cool how come we're not seeing this from our public go ahead no it it is cool And, and, and that type of stuff needs to happen. I mean, we need to celebrate who we are. You know, the longest standing constitution in the world, the, the average lifespan of a constitution is 17 years. We've had ours for 250 years. Um, even right. though it's been heavily degraded, I think we need a rebirth and a revival of it. And what that should happen is, is you should have a complete clean out of government. You know, what did Thomas Jefferson say? He said that the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed from time to time with the blood of tyrants and patriots. And I find that so true. What about, uh, remember the movie The Rock? Remember the movie The Rock when, I, you know, in the beginning, the, 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 they demonized the general because he felt that there were people that were not recognized and fought, that fell in war because of a tyrannical government. And they made him out to be the villain. But in reality, you're saying the same thing that he said in the very beginning of The Rock, the movie The Rock, with uh, Sean Connery. You know, and uh, I never saw Nicholas the movie. Cage. So, but what? what we're seeing you here, haven't seen The Rock? No, that's an older movie. It probably just I was probably deployed at some point in time when it came out. But yeah. when I I think of America, when I think of America. I think of a place of opportunity, of freedom, to where you can express yourself in any way, shape, form, and means that you wish, that you can walk around peacefully and freely within the streets without the fear of harm or, or criticism, that mm-hmm. you, can, you can become whoever you want to do. You can go to college. You can get as many degrees as you want. You can, you know, you can become a billionaire. You, you can go out there and come to full best expression of who you want to be, and it doesn't cost that much money. Well, that's not the America we know anymore. 
That's not the America that I was raised in. The America I was raised in, you could, you'd leave your house at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning in the summer. And you wouldn't come home till 9 p.m. at night when the sun started to go down and the streetlights came on. You'd mm-hmm. ride your bike to endless distances into some random farmer's field. You would hide, head into the woods with, you know, two-by-fours and hammers and nails all, like, balanced onto your bike. And you'd go into the woods and you would build a fort. You would yeah. uh, you would have, you know, snowball wars in the winter. You would play kill the man with the ball. I mean, you would do all these amazing, <laughs> fun things. There's another word kids. for that. <laughs> well, there's, you do a lot yeah. of amazing, fun things as kids because you didn't have that fear of, you know, the police coming in and breaking up your fun time or, you know, of... You know, someone kidnapping your child. The reason is, is because raising a child back then was a community's job. That the community would jump in. The community would stand in. You'd be driving your bike down the street. You'd be miles away from home. And, you know, the the little old lady on the corner of the street would invite you in for a a glass of Kool-Aid. And give you a nice cold glass when you were thirsty. You know, you'd walk into the 5 and 10. And you'd walk into the 5 and 10, and the old man at the counter would, would give you a few freebies. Why? Because yep. that's what we did. That's how we instilled the various morals and values into the hearts and the minds of the children. And yep. we don't have that world anymore. We don't have that country anymore. We have a country perpetuated by fear. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show. Man, I miss the way it used to be, but I understand that time changes, Jim. Well, does it have to, though? Was Is this a myth that we're given that we have to walk away from things that we know that work because we have to try something new? I mean, well, the thing is, is that necessarily change. You know, here's the thing: is is the world will always change, but culture should be preserved. Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's what makes you a conservative, then, right? Is that accurate? Yeah, the preservation of culture. Yeah. And then liberalism means anything goes, which I get it, but at the same time, anything goes for you, but not for me. Well, that's what they want. They only want it for them. So, you know, when when we look at this world and and kind of the cultural collapse, the societal collapse that's occurring right now, um, you know, I I look at it that it's meant to happen. It's the evolution of how this this planet changes and how life changes, right? But we can see that that transition is being influenced from the outside. And so the new culture that's being created is being influenced from the outside without any preservation of the old culture. And that's a scary thing because, you know, these people have a very, very radical agenda. They don't have souls. They're, they're evil as can be. And they don't have the best interest of you, me, or this world in mind. They only have the best interest of them, their power, their money, and uh, their rule over humanity. I mean, they've said clearly that these people, they wish themselves to be gods. And I believe, more, more so than not, that what they're trying to do is create two different separations of, of species. One, the elitists that are transhumanistic, who have all the great upgrades, who have uh, basically promoted themselves to that standpoint of little G-God. 
than the plebes who can't think for themselves or easily influenced and manipulated by their external world and who live in a digital slave matrix. Yeah. What is, is this tied into the genetic uh, within the DNA that some people really do not ha- believe that there's a higher power than themselves? Is that tied to that? Um, I guess. I mean, listen, if you can go through and understand DNA at a very, very large level, very, very high level, mm-hmm. you can understand that there is intelligent design within the universe. All right? Yeah. There's there's four primary sulfur bridges. Did you know this, Jim? There's four primary sulfur bridges that make up with uh, uh-huh. that connect the DNA. And uh, interesting enough, the numbers of the sequences are, I believe, 10565. Which, if right. you attribute that to the Hebrew alphabet, is Yodve Hive, uh, right? So it's Jehovah, right. which is interesting. I, I find it really interesting and not a coincidence at all. But it makes you wonder what's really going on on this planet. Yeah. Well, there's there's obviously okay. So it's that. So me and you are having this conversation. There's people that you know. There's all these people are listening to us. We we have our shows. We go to these events. And obviously the people that are coming to these events and that are involved in this and wanting to see things, they, they think like we do. But the, the ability to, for me to walk up to somebody else and talk to them and they're like, no, no, I don't anything, everything, that freedom thing, not for me. It, it, there's a, I mean, it's like talking to a, a two-year-old that goes no all the time, right? They just, that's, they're just a little brat. And I guess they haven't been told a no enough. I, I don't know what the analogy there would be, but we're really fighting this ghost of things that we really it's like okay dude you don't take the government chemical why it's safe they told me it was I'm like whoa you just assume that um I, I don't know why i just there's a real disconnect between their reality and our reality and i just wonder which way you know it all ends up being well jim the, who's right the government's bad no oh, i hate them they tax me like it's going out of crazy they lie they cheat they're a bunch of scammers oh they told me to take the shot oh i might as well take oh man they told me i need to be safe right i mean i had a lawyer for the ones who fell for that one i have a, law- I had a lawyer friend of mine and he, he used to be a friend and I, we in the state of kansas if you were a small business a, a sole proprietor you had no you had no income tax okay so basically, it was taking a huge boot off the neck of, of individual business owners. And it was in, in place for two years. And he said, I don't want to take that exemption. I want to pay taxes. I want to pay my fair share. And I'm like, what kind of programming are you under that you literally are seeking out taxes to be paid into the state of Kansas? Like, why would you do that? Like no, that's that, you know it, it's my fair share. I I got to pay my part. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, Maybe go do good with that money. Civic then. duty. Maybe he viewed it as his civic duty. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big no. I, it's not my civic duty. To, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. How did we get away with it for so long? How did we? How did our country survive through all the wars, all the other things? You know, I mean, we didn't have to have it, but and then, and then we brought it in through a lie anyway. Well, the way our country survived is because good people stood up and did the right thing. And right mm-hmm. now, we're not seeing that so much. We got big mouths like you and me that are out there yelling and screaming and ready to unite people. We have the platforms to do it. And people are wondering, well, what can I do? How can I make a difference? You, you, you count. You are important. Mm-hmm. You are powerful. And when you You're stand terrifying. next to another person that is just as important and is just as powerful, guess what? They quiver in fear 
when one American stands up and says no. Yep. Because if one Absolutely. doesn't, they're all going to do it. Yep. That They fear you. This is how much effort they're putting into keeping you small. This is how freaked out they are. They're starting wars in Ukraine and Taiwan. They're trying to fight China. They're trying to fight Russia. They're destroying the currency all because of you. Because that's how terrifying you are to them. I mean, that's a real thing. I mean, well, you, should, you should feel the victory in that and feel the power that you really have for those things. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, it, we're coming up to the final battle in 2024, as Donald Trump said. And we basically have 18 months to take our country back, to, to restore the faith within government, to drain the swamp and get rid of this, this evil bureaucracy that is operating um, no longer in the interest of the American people, but instead the interest of foreign corporations and foreign uh, elitist and foreign countries. And what they're trying to do, Jim, they're trying to push us in the World War III, man. I'm telling you, they're trying to push us in the World War III because they know that that, that is their easy way out. That's how you reset the clock of mm-hmm. civilization. Right now, all this junk is coming out about them, and they're scared. They know that the American people are eventually going to stand up and do something. So how do you stop that from happening? You go to World War III, and you kill off 100 million people, and there you go. It becomes incredibly easy to cover up everything else because for the next five years, people are going to be talking about nothing but that war. Yeah. Well, we'll be so caught up in the deaths and the bombings and the, the supply chain issues and all the other things again distraction right while they go in there and just maintain more power oh government children and dogs need to be told no often i think that's the benefit of that is being told no government more we could do it guys dogs and children huh oh government more government more so than dogs and children (laughs) yeah that's true that's very true well, all right. Well, we got. Uh, I'm going to be gone tomorrow, so I know you'll, you'll miss you'll me. Be gone tomorrow. Yep, I'll be missing um, you doing my my one hour long monologue here on the Dark Delight Show. Yep, I'll be in South Dakota uh, by the uh, big President's Head Monument thing, Mount Rushmore, and an event there. So it'll be a good good time. So I'll be back on Monday though for sure. Well, we wish you safe travels on that one, Jim. And, uh, you know, then July 2nd, for everybody out there, contact the station if you have any information, if you need some information on this. It's on our Facebook page. But we're doing a meet and greet. Jim Price and myself will be there, probably with a few other guests, from noon to 3 at the Beachcomber in Mm -hmm. Canisius Lake. It's going to be a good time. Come on out. Say hi. Uh, have a drink with us and uh, probably just water. I'm joking. Uh, And Mm. celebrate the 4th of July. Are you are you are you up for a challenge if someone challenges you to a a drinking drinking game or what are you what are you up for Josh? I'll, are you just going to take it easy anybody. and chill? I'll out drink Uh-oh. just about anybody. But just uh, <laughs> I'll, I will I will out drink just about anybody. But our big fan Dave out there, he's he's the one man Uh-oh. that I will not try to out drink. Um, but hey, it's going to be a, a great time. I hope you guys join us. Beachcomber, July 2nd, noon to 3. Find the information on our Facebook page or contact the station for that. I will be back with you tomorrow. Jim, safe travels to you. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a good day. Talk to you tomorrow. See you guys.